Hi there, Throng. It's SK. Hey, first of all, let me thank you guys for listening and also for telling your friends about the podcast. I really, really appreciate it. Now, as you know, we endeavor to keep the podcast family friendly. Sometimes it may seem like it's Manson family friendly, but we try to keep it family friendly. And that means we try to avoid talking about anything vulgar, uh, we don't use profanity. And we even stay away from politics. Try to keep it just nice and fun. That being said, tonight we're going to be telling stories about my father who recently passed away. He was not from a politically correct time, but we're going to be talking about some of the early stories in his life. So I've included this message just to say, if you might be offended by any politically incorrect language, not profanity, but just politically incorrect language, um, there's other episodes. You can wait for the one that's coming up or the past ones, but it might be best that you just take a pass this week. Also, if you insist on being entertained, you may want to re-examine your choices as well. Otherwise, if you want to go ahead and listen, I hope you enjoy it, and thanks again for listening to the podcast. The following is a production of SK Morton Creative. Places, please, quiet down, and here we go, and roll camera. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the S.K. Morton Lousy San Francisco Podcast. Oh yeah, between love and madness lies a restraining order. Tonight, S.K. welcomes Carol O'Connor, John Madden, Peter Boyle, and a song by Jack Jones. And now, he takes a lickin' and then meows to go out. S. K. Morton. Okay. It wasn't bad, but he did that thing that uh, DJs do. He did that thing, morning DJs. Hey, it's 10 minutes to 6. That means it's 50 minutes after 5. All right. And, we're gonna, and then... <laughs> And then he, then they start the song, and they're going to try to talk over the intro right before the music comes, and they realize they said their spiel too fast. And That's so they go, and you're listening to K-R-O-C. Yeah, but there's a, method, there's a method to the madness. Yeah, the method is that you messed up, and you're trying to extend it out. All right, well, you go ahead and do, yeah. do better. Go ahead. Really? No. <laughs> I don't want to let you, oh, I don't I let you embarrass yourself. Well, it's too late for that. We've been doing 32 shows already. So, yeah. Okay, so hello and, a, hello and, hello and introductions to the, greeting, to the greeting throng. I think I might be drunk. <laughs> Greetings, adoring throng. Welcome to SK Morton's Lousy San Francisco Podcast. So let me go around the room and make introductions tonight. Our okay. senior member of the team is not here. Oh. You know, I was thinking... He's never here anymore. No. When but was the last time he was we here? We really don't need him to be here. We just need to say his name because it was funny once. Because he was a, he's a button pusher, really. Yeah. He does push my buttons. He's like a sad clown. Or a, <laughs> I don't know what it's It's very right? deep. He is a very sad clown. Um, you know a what I'm going to do? I'm going to find a thing here. He's a retired sad clown. <laughs> That's exactly <laughs> what he is. Please welcome. Oh, no, he's not here, but he's a retired sad clown. Squidge McSqueezy. Wait, are we? We're still welcoming him, even though he's not here. Look, if I don't do it step by step, I get all lost. Okay. I'm okay. Sorry. All right. Now he's our, been in China for like four years. What's going on? And our regular, full-time, permanent co-host and resident chanteur. Me. That's you. Yes. It's should I say Peter? Peter. Pete's fine. It doesn't matter. Really? Have I have I broken your spirit? No. 
Okay. Pete Feliciano. Yay. I'm not a silent clown. That's right. You're an entirely too happy clown. Now that exactly. that voice you hear is Pete Squeeze. <laughs> <laughs> Lizzie Carr. Yay. Half-hearted claps from the boyfriend. <laughs> I'm a sad clown. <laughs> and we also have the side of my brain that is responsible for getting a kick out of making little kids cry. Please welcome KS Not Rom. Thank you very much. Wow, that is very subdued. Thank you very much. <laughs> KS is a free spirit. Is that true, KS? No. I didn't think so. Okay. He's in my brain. He's he's, he's watching for pineapple. <laughs> Just leave him alone. Uh, Pete, <laughs> Pete was trying we to had a conversation about pineapple not not recent not not too long ago. What was the conversation? Was How it? I don't like it except on pizza. That is the really? exact opposite of the conversation I was referring to. Because huh. we had had a conversation about pizza last season. And when it came up about, I mean, about pineapple last season, mm-hmm. and when it came no, up. I think it was about pizza. Well, it was about pie. Oh, but we, that's right. It was about pie. KS <laughs> made the statement that he thought the whole purpose. <laughs> We're a bunch of fat kids. This is awesome. <laughs> the whole purpose of pineapple on pizza was to keep him from eating the whole pizza. Nice. <laughs> it's like a, it was like a, like a speed bump. <laughs> now, you're telling me you only like it on pizza. I, I, yeah. That's Unless, not uh, true. You for, ate it in fried rice. Oh, yeah, that's right. Fried rice. You're right. That's So I'm he wrong. likes it everywhere it doesn't belong. Exactly. exactly. Where it's heated. <laughs> if it's heated up with meat of some fruit. Kind, I got a thing right here. I don't understand. From a kiwi that burnt me. It was disgusting. But no, no. Like regular old, like, I don't. Mm, it's too, it's too, too awesome? tangy. It's too. See, that's what thing. I like about pineapple is that it's right, it, right I, here. I think the pineapple is just sweet that's why i like it it doesn't have any of the the baggage of say a grapefruit well that's you know, because you're living in a bizarro world <laughs> grapefruit you know has saying? a lot of baggage yeah it's mostly tart you have to really muscle no, it's through bitter it. yeah okay well bitter. i i lately actually i had a pink grapefruit last night the ruby red it wasn't bitter at all at too all you got to be careful good. then because that wasn't a grapefruit it might have yeah. been an orange a it, blood orange. It, it, no, it was, it's it another was, weird thing that Babette, a fair trade orange. It's a blood orange. Babette and Rico have found this new kind of fruit that looks like a grapefruit, but is sweet. I don't. It has another name. I don't know what it is, but it's not a grapefruit. It looks like a grapefruit, but it's well, like what I had last night was really, really good. You don't peel it. You cut the half and you scoop with the with this thing. And was it was pudding. it a particularly big grapefruit? It was about right size. Sure? It God. was about the size Are you of a sure grapefruit. You want to still pull out the Jello? <laughs> <laughs> You get your little, you get your little orange. Put the and pills in the people. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. A progress. A progress. So anyway, we've gotten. You know what? Yes. Um, you're wrong. I will just put that. Okay. Pineapple should be cold. And it tastes bad. So I don't know why you. Oh, everything's better cold. When you're wrong, though. Especially revenge. You're not. Technically right. No, I'm, right? I'm being honest with you. I, I don't believe pineapple should be put on pizza. Well, you know. or, nor should I've it be put in the rice. It not just with ham. I've literally mixed it with pepperoni, okay? Because that's how I roll. So you I, roll like, wrong. But I'm, I think I may be the only genuine fat kid in here. Like you guys may Are you be, serious? This is what I'm saying. How much Hold do on. I have to weigh I we before should. I qualify? <laughs> do you two eat vegetables, though? That's what I'm I saying. Do. So you guys are you guys you are put defending on your a cold fruit. I'm the only real fat kid in here because I have mixed it with a salty, savory thing and hid it underneath salty, savory in order to ingest it. You guys are saying, "Oh, fruit, fruit, fruit." Blech. 
with that. So are you nutrients. saying then you don't eat any fruit or vegetable ever? <laughs> That's not what I'm saying. Oh, but I'm saying uh, okay, like I'll, I'll rock on a on a on a banana or on an apple, but I'm looking forward to the peanuts that are following. You know what I mean? Like I'm, you know. Well, that's so, okay. I'm, I, I'm, yeah, you go ahead. I know you were going to go off about bananas because they were mentioned. <laughs> SK does not like bananas or anyone What's affiliated your beef with them. bananas. They're the cancer of fruit. Really? It's very simple. You can't get a banana anywhere near anything. It could be other food, it could be clothing. It will infest whatever it gets near. Touche. See? And whenever I say it, even people who love bananas have to admit you put a banana in fruit salad, you now have banana salad. Touche, but what about the taste? Can well, you like I have the to taste? admit, I have to admit, I, I rarely admit this uh, to my own brain, KS. When I was younger, when I was but a wee lad, I did eat bananas. Okay. Then I had, I used to have a, a, a sleeping bag. We all have a weird childhood. You know. I had a sleeping bag that was shaped like a bear. It was yellow. Oh, all these years, the other side of your brain was recalling this as being one of the green mummy sacks. No, no, no. This was a yellow, furry, yellow bear sleeping bag. It sure was and like I was a burlap it. sack or something weird. Like that. <laughs> and I dropped, I think I was warned not to eat my banana in the sleeping bag. So you were disobedient. I was disobedient. Wow. And when the banana did fall into the sleeping bag, wow. the punishment was, well, now you've got to sleep with the banana in the sleeping bag. And I don't remember ever eating another banana after that. I think that it's... Oh, yeah, that's that time seems a little hard to believe. I mean, maybe maybe they didn't, you know, wash the sleeping bag before you slept in it. But to say you had to sleep in there with the banana. That's what I'm saying. I don't really want to discuss this part. <laughs> <laughs> Tonight's more of a tribute. I, I, I than an indictment. Okay, hang on a second. So so yes. you're saying it wasn't just like a little bit of peanut it wasn't butter a whole mush. banana. No, it was uh, a little mush uh, that fell in. It mushed and it, I, I mean, slept they, with it they by my face. They extracted the banana. They didn't go like, ha ha, now you sleep with a banana. I slept with it by my face. <laughs> it was a little bit of, of Did you stare at it mush. all night, like afraid to close your eyes? <laughs> well, well, I was wondering, okay. Um, oh, no, I was, on a, I was on a whole train of thought, and I don't know where it went. We derailed it. <laughs> So we've got some we got some news. In What's fact, that? P- Pedro, you had brought this up uh, right before we started recording. Did I? SK Morton. SK Morton has a new has, Yes, it has uh, logos. Logos. There's two oh, logos. Nice. Yes. One is for the podcast and the other is for the walking tour. Nice. Now, um, of course if you go to the go to skmorton.com, you'll see them. You'll see them both because on the front page along with the Amazon button you have is. the two big buttons for the tour and sure. for the podcast. Sure. The reason why we did that, remember we were having a problem getting on iTunes and Stitcher because yeah, of the yeah, artwork. Yeah, 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 yeah. So we said, look, the old logo was pretty ugly anyway, especially now that we see the new one. Yeah, no, the new yeah. one is delicious. I love that one. The old one lo- looks bad. Yeah. But then compared to when you look, the new one is fresh. The and new the, one is wonderful. Yeah, professional. So anyway, the reason why we did that was so we could get on iTunes and Stitcher. Well, guess who's on Stitcher? Who? S.K. Morton's Lousy San Francisco Podcast. Yeah. Are we on iTunes yet? Um, that we're still working on because we went and put up the new logo for it, and we got the same thing back. It's not the right size. So now we're going to the next step of dealing with them 
through email because apparently Apple doesn't have telephones. No. So we're doing the emailing back and forth and say, look, tell us exactly what is wrong with the artwork and we'll fix it. Right. So in the meantime, we have the entire first season of the podcast is up on Stitcher. You can go to Stitcher, type in SK Morton Lousy Podcast. It'll come up. It's got a little player and we're good to go on that. And right. probably within the next week or two, we'll start loading up um, these from this last, this second season here. Uh, when did it go <clears throat> up on Stitcher? Um, one episode went up probably about two or three weeks ago, and I didn't know it. They didn't send back, say, hey, yeah, congratulations, you're on Stitcher. And so uh, I found it and went, oh, crap, there's only one episode on there. So I went to go, well, why aren't the rest on there? And it turns out with Stitcher, you have to load them each one by yourself. Or so I thought. So I picked out, I said, I don't have a lot of time to put all 20 episodes up yet mm-hmm. uh, from the first season. So I'll just put in some of that I think are the best. I put up a couple of them. And then like three or four hours later when I went to check on it, they had loaded everything up now. So, so got the have, whole season up. Have you any idea of any traffic that you've had on those yet? I do have an idea because they keep the metrics on it and everything. Ooh. Not a lot of listeners yet. Okay. But they all listen to the, all the way through. Nice. So that's good. I only had that one. That is good. I only had one that didn't listen all the way through. It was only they only listened for like five or ten minutes. And he was a silly goose. I, but it was the first one. <laughs> so it might have been the guys who Stitcher who listened to your show to make sure it isn't, you know, white power or something like that. Right. So um, that's what I'm telling Thank God myself. they didn't listen all the way through. That's right. <laughs> right. If they had gotten <laughs> the white power part, we right. would have been in big trouble. What do you think Aquatic <laughs> Bonkers is about? <laughs> So, uh, yeah, so I'm hoping that was the reason why. And so if, 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 if it can grab them, unlike what will be happening tonight, uh, <laughs> it, it should it, be going wrong? good. Do you so, get it? <laughs> and then um, at that point, I guess I'm going to have to find some help that's got some talent. But Hi. until then, we got – I have talent. I was trying to make fun of you. Oh, okay. Yeah, well, that right. was a little bit of a crappy insult. You're like a pineapple that's not on a pizza. Oh, boy. What was the thing he'd been saying before that about the monkey or the – what? I wasn't listening. Earlier in the show, oh, the, it was pseudo philosophical. What? <laughs> Man, my brain is just gone. Seriously. <laughs> Who do are you, you people? A, what are you, you doing in my bathroom? Do you do you have a potassium deficiency? <laughs> that's because of the no bananas. It's, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Yeah. Wait, wait, what you guys kept saying when I was introducing you? With the monkeys and the remember. <laughs> Who was it? You got your monkeys and you put them with the <laughs> no jello bananas. I don't, oh man, I'm I'm thinking about stopping the whole thing, going back and listening to it just to find that one sentence. Actually, I, you'll cut this out, but I, th- I was thinking a, a pill would actually be really easy to push into a banana. To, you wanted, like that would be a perfect anyway. Oh, what was it? No, seriously, now it's driving me nuts. I don't remember anything. When we were talking about you, we were saying something symbolically, and then it was about him. He said, well, I, that's me, I'm A, and you had been I'm a-, a monkey. The no. S- sad clown? Sad clown. What Where did you get monkey from that? that? <laughs> this is it. Well, it was a good run. 32 episodes. <laughs> <laughs> it kind of peaked at episode two, and then right. we've been on the downhill since yeah, then. Yeah, no, so. no, no, no. We've had some upswings uh, by we, I mean, me. Yeah, when it's Chiquita an exploration of lousy. <laughs> it, <laughs> right. it is. Uh, okay, so we were talking about the. So look at the logos. Be be enthralled by the logos. And then listen on Stitcher. And here's the bigger thing. When you get on Stitcher and when we get the other ones up, do the subscription and the like thing because here's what will happen. What will happen? Somehow that will eventually get us to make money. I highly doubt I haven't read that. all the way through that part yet. 
on that. I haven't read through that meme on on Facebook yet, but apparently you can make money doing this. Yeah, you know, I wasn't playing on Saints, but I had a dream last night about oh, dinosaurs. I have very. <laughs> you think there's dinosaurs living in this no, is a wonderful Arizona. transition. <laughs> I'm really happy. What, what was the thing about the monkey? I'm... Remember the monkey? No, I no, didn't no. speak. I want to hear about these dinosaurs. Okay, here's the part. It's not necessarily that particular. So there dream. was a dinosaur against I had, a monkey. Listen, I had to. Were... Hide... Well, it wasn't really a monkey. It was a sad clown. Right, and they were fighting over a banana. <laughs> All right, I, I barely survived with my life from this dinosaur. But you guys, in your dream, you make your jokes. <laughs> You're not taking my dreams seriously. What I'm saying is, I've had. Lizzie wants to know about the dinosaurs. We won't let it happen. <laughs> all, I, all I'm saying is, I've had, this isn't the first time I've had dinosaur dreams, and this isn't you dinosaur know. Dreams. This isn't like Land of the Lost stuff. This is these are these are nightmares. I'm sorry, I shouldn't have said dreams. Nightmares, because in these, dinosaur I am being chased dreams. by dinosaurs, and it feels real. They're big Tyrannosaurus Rex things, as Steven Spielberg told me they look. And then they're after me, and they were, they were looking through the sunroof or the, uh, the, the, the skylight in the house. And I hid in the – no, keep going. And I hid in the, in the, the uh, attic. And, and then, then they started undermining the foundation of the house, and somehow water was coming through, and the house sunk. I don't know. It was just – I woke up breathing heavy and – Night sweats. Dinosaur You're scared of dumb things. <laughs> I, <laughs> I had a dream I didn't pay my taxes. Dinosaur well, that's almost terrifying. Dreams. Yeah. Actually, for some reason, I decided to bundle up for this event. So if you all continue. I'm gonna. <laughs> so do I need? God, to do... we're good. <laughs> all right, we'll give him one of those. There we go. <laughs> I think that needs to be a new segment. <laughs> Dinosaur dreams. Yes. I'll write it down. This week, a stegosaurus. <laughs> okay, so here's what I was saying. What? I was also wanting to give, because we also have a new logo for the tour, uh, I want to say something real quick about the tour. Um, it's getting worse. <laughs> because we had talked about before, this, the Xanadu Gallery had closed down. They're not reopened yet for us to go in. The Palace I heard, Hotel. Had, I heard something is coming to that. Yeah, boat. they say it's coming, but I haven't been in, been able to get in any contact with the, with the new owners, so okay. I don't know what I'm able to do with that. And you know, we had the uh, well, uh, we're going to have a little bit of a transition here. It's it was a Super Bowl tonight, and right. so here and it's hosted here in San Francisco. Sure. Well, <laughs> right. <laughs> no, it's not. The reason why I was bringing it up is because Super Bowl City was down there. I was just checking it out. I was actually trying to hand out flyers, and I went into the Hyatt, had to tinkle. Okay, took wait. down all of their lights. Who in the San Hyatt Francisco? Regency. Who who in San Francisco let you use the restroom? That was my question. The Hyatt Regency. Okay. Well, I didn't have all spots. I have all sorts of spots. Homeless in fact, people. When hear we get us on, out. remember Patreon's coming too. When we get on Patreon, that's going to be one of the things. There'll be a, there'll be a special page for Patreon listeners for all the best bathrooms in town. I got to, I, with yeah, their Sanford, combinations. Okay. Honestly, Sanford, I'm Mr. Starbucks San has continuous intel. Starbucks has been very good on bathroom consistently. Their soap always is the same soap. It smells. So I'm saying Starbucks is a very good. I, I'm just saying. I'm, anyway, go back to your. Look, don't story. most hotels let you use the bathroom? Like nobody questions you. Yeah, they don't. You question there? You walk in. Well, <laughs> you if you're if you're a large, Let's see your room. If you're a large, if you're a large, large white man, probably. <laughs> that's that's true. Just walk no, with purpose. Here's the thing. You you, be... <laughs> there's there's a there's two different levels here. We're talking Starbucks bathrooms uh-huh. also allow homeless people in there. Right. In their 
post oh, me- their post meal finger painting, if you know what I'm saying. Oh, that's gross. Let's what just are cut you this talking about? <laughs> what are you talking? That is the weirdest <laughs> transition. Starbucks allows is the way you started the sentence. St- listen so to what I'm like saying. And I quote: Starbucks, Starbucks is allowing- wants you to smear feces <laughs> on the bathroom stalls. Otherwise, it wouldn't exist. Ladies and gentlemen. What I'm Soon saying to be on is, Spotify. God, I, I think we've got like a minute <laughs> yeah, so minute far of usable, of usable <laughs> stuff. What I'm saying is, the different uh, hotels are much nicer bathrooms than. Sure. I mean, the real hotels okay. are much nicer than Starbucks because they're not having. You come in with you know no shoes on and reeking. They don't let you into the lobby. No, You're not going to get into the bathroom. That way before. Hey, oh. how dare you, sir? How dare you speak to her that way? Well, huh? wow. I'm a gentleman. I have a champion over here. That's right. <laughs> Don't worry, I'm that way for all you tomatoes. So anyway, <laughs> the, what I was saying is mm. I go in there and I look up. The problem is this. I was complaining about everything is closing down that I take people on the tour to see. When it when things get bad, I think I've mentioned this before, I've always had the atrium at the Hyatt Regency in my pocket. If people are not having a good time, I walk them into the lobby, they look up and they all ooh and on, they take pictures and all of a sudden I'm loved. Right. Well, but no for, for, the, for the last several years, they've had lights, ro- uh, strings of lights coming down, maybe, I don't know, 100 feet long and everything, all through the atrium and it lit everything up and it was just beautiful and mm-hmm. it gave this aura and it you feel, I don't know what people felt like, but they would Gravitas. just be- they would stop and just stare. Everything would just stop and out, and then the pictures came out and everything. They took it out. Boom. They took those lights out. I went and talked to the guy. He says, "Yeah, you know, they were just they were just an expense that wasn't making us any money." And so we have the new restaurant down there, and they have on the back of the bar. It had to go up higher, and it might have touched the bottom of the lights. So yeah, we're not going to put them back up. So it's just another thing that was cool. Exactly. That's, that's what I'm getting at. Yeah. You know, I don't like to say this because Babette will complain about the city sucking and things. And I don't like to say that, but every day there's a new thing, whether it be a closure, shut up, whether it be a closure or they're changing something to make it easier for themselves or it's not making them enough money. Remember Throng to last season. Or no, no, actually only uh, libel was how long ago? That was only a couple of weeks ago, yeah. Okay, so yeah. You, okay, you were yeah. like a pizza against progress, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> I don't like bananas. And all of a sudden, and all of a sudden you're like, everything's changing. Well, that's not progress. Just That's regress. <laughs> that's egress. <laughs> that's transgress. That's, that's not progress. Taking stuff down that's awesome for no other reason than you don't want to, I don't know what the reason. Money. Just, he just said it. Yeah, it was money. money. I just, I, you know, you're right, comrade. Workers you're unite. You're welcome. All right. How's that for some? Let you know what? Let's get to something happy. Animal oh. obituaries. <laughs> I thought we were going <laughs> we to talk about. I thought we were going to gripe some more about the Super Bowl party because that would have been a nice. Well, transition. see, if you had looked at your script, you'd know that that's coming after the animal obituaries. <sighs> Yeah, see. I, I got the content in there. I don't know, you know. I'm not hearkening back to something that doesn't exist. Monkey man. I think it was sad, sad, sad clown, clown man. man. Yeah, I know, but man. he was hearkening back to a monkey that didn't exist. Didn't exist. All right. That, okay, by the way, in the in the lousy palooza, this, this, I, I always, like, what sound bites are going to fit in there? Uh-huh. I think hearkening back to a monkey that doesn't exist is a nice sound bite. That might be the palooza. name of this episode. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that's good. Okay. So what we're going to talk about here is an animal obituaries. We've got coyote, coyotes, coyote, 
Coyotes. Is it, is, it, is it coyotes on peyotes? Coyotes and peyotes. I kind of wanted to do something racist. I you talking A coyote. <laughs> Babette is black for anyone getting upset. So I can say whatever to, I want. That's exactly right. There's a person whom you do not know that is not in this building. And, <laughs> and I think Lizzie's a little French. So that also is kind of. She's a little sh- freedom. Thank you very much. I'm she sorry. did try to surrender on her way in. Right. <laughs> Here's my French fries. I'm not French. That's what you said. I don't know who you're talking about. I'm not French. Shut up. So now I won't call her a tomato. She's a little French bird. Exactly. Should we talk? Should we talk about the coyotes that have been tripping? Oh yeah, sure. Yeah, let's do that. They've been attacking cars up in up in Bolinas, Point Reyes. Isn't that no. self-correcting problem? <laughs> well, they, well, here's the thing. I'm thinking the cars win. Well, I'm trying to figure out how it works because it's at night, and the coyotes will come out onto the road, and the people will stop, which I think is step is the first step that is wrong. So the drivers are trying to appease the coyotes. Exactly, and they're saying that the coyotes just stare them the down. The coyotes sense it as weakness. The coyotes just stare at them, then they attack the car. That's awesome. <laughs> Do they try to unlock been, it? No, they're biting on the tires and on the side molding and everything, and then they then they walk off with a little bit of an attitude. Wow! And it's it's happened huffing so much huffing. that now it's a news story. So but what they're trying to figure out why they're doing this? The coyotes? Yeah. Now there's two uh, theories. Mm-hmm. <laughs> now this is a, the first theory that came out was rabies. But they immediately said, nah, it's not rabies. Yeah, she hasn't had a record in years. Based based on this. Nah, that was pretty much, when you read the article, nah, I don't think it's that. Now, rabies, not. incidentally, you know, in the office they made fun of that the rabies is a disease that's yeah, been yeah, cured yeah, and everything. Yeah, yeah. It hasn't. I was listening to the good podcast, that this, this American Life, and they had a whole thing about rabies and how there was a little girl who had found a bat and That's then, the like a knows. month later, she was having problems, and it turned out she had rabies. What happens is <laughs> rabies, the virus actually gets to your spine and crawls up your spinal cord. And in the time that it's crawling up to the spinal cord, you have time to kill it. But once it gets up into the brain, nice. you're going to die. But then there was a do- that went on, there was a doctor. So how long does it take to go up your spinal cord? It could cord? take a few weeks. Have you been feeling rabid? <laughs> Why did, will hey. you be playing with a, a, a bat lately? Hey, Thurston is my friend. Thurston is the name <laughs> of the bat she found. Did you? Oh no, you didn't find a bat. That's the thing with the. <laughs> How ki- could you be more gullible <laughs> than Lizzie? That's hard to do. She's never. Pete's being mean to me. Well, the thing is, what <laughs> you just sorry, said is exactly what the world. scientists said about the coyotes. <laughs> nah. <laughs> Look, I'm, this. Uh, SK, <laughs> so we're the same brain, so I can just refer to our father. Yes. Correct? That was his big thing that he taught us was if you, encounter, if you encounter an animal at a time you shouldn't, like a bat during the day or something like or that. Maybe it, or maybe even Marcus. Or, or, <laughs> or a monkey when it's supposed to be a or sad d- clown. Pretty much any kind of animal that's shy and you wouldn't expect. Or it's a just, cow at high tea. Right. But a, yes. but a coyote <laughs> at night... A coyote like at night. That's when you. That's when coyotes are. Active. Okay, so you're saying it's I will, not. So coyotes. I'm with the scientists. I would cow my meal. It was too. But you had to see his face when he said it. It's the joy. Cow my meal. 
Okay, so you don't think it's rabies? He's he's working hard to make this funny. No, it's just it keeps no, I, I returning in my mind, and it's just like it's wonderful. So if it isn't rabies, they think that there's mushrooms being grown up there. Hallucinogenic the mushrooms? Nah. No, it's not in the park. It's a, it's it's not in Golden Gate Park. It's up in across the way, uh, Bellinas, Stinson oh, Beach. Oh, okay. Uh, Drake's Bay, Marin, the Headlands. So oh, that so, those areas and, in there. And and that area is actually pretty well populated. Not Bellinas. Yeah, say, yeah it's, it's populated Stinson, with aging hippies. Right, Stinson Beach especially. It's, yeah. No, but there's so much wilderness over there, and I've actually been mushrooming over there. There's tons of mushrooms growing. Really? Uh huh. It was a long time ago. I wasn't looking for the no, mushrooms. I think she's looking for the oh. mushrooms that you eat. The the not crazy okay. ones. Okay, okay. <laughs> I was just wondering. Did you, she attack, said it. did you attack a car while you were doing it? Well, sure, but that just goes. <laughs> <laughs> that's just how she gets her creative she just juices would flowing. Stare at it and then slowly come up and bite the tires yeah. and then walk away with an attitude. Whatever. <laughs> 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 I'm trying to think of mushrooms good, for that. <laughs> car friends. Just need some juice. <laughs> So anyway, what they're thinking is, is they're eating, the, they're eating the mushrooms, and then they're getting weird, wicking out, and looking at the cars like Vince and I from Full Metal Jacket. Is the, mm-hmm. the sugar? Here's yeah. the thing, though. <laughs> I don't you think look weird. I don't think those mushrooms being in that area would be a new thing. So why would the coyotes decide now? Like, well, do you think they maybe they got they into someone's crop, and, and then they tell their coyote friends and then okay smart guy then why are the coyotes asking. wigging out yeah you come up with it now, i'm just curious me too do coyotes communicate with each other that way about like try this new food i like <laughs> that's not how coyotes communicate you gotta go, they say no, it like this you gotta try these mushrooms it's right on the corner of philippe and sandusky why is every the coyotes are gay the mushrooms are gay the sad clowns are maybe i was talking about a woman a woman coyote. <laughs> <laughs> now that was a gay guy talking about women coyotes. Bingo. All right. Where's the little bell? I need his bell. All right. First one so, was better. So speaking Whatever. of gay, um, <laughs> Kenny Staber was inducted into the Hall of Fame this week. Who's that? That's true. I'm Don't sorry. You've angered SK. Don't be weird. What's, Who's is Kenny he a Stabler? Is he a Raider? Of he is the thing? Raider. Oh, he's Fool. the Raider. Kenny Stabler is the Raiders. <laughs> I think actually, was, and the Saints is and the Woodson others. any good? I think I met him. Charles or Woodson? I saw him the other day. Well, yeah. Charles Woodson was kind of really good. Yes. Okay. But Snake was the best of all time. Okay. And Snake we'll tell a little story about Stabler's, Snake uh, nickname. nickname. He got at Alabama playing for Bear Bryant. Was he queer too or no? Depends on who he has. <laughs> actually, he was uh, what... what Bear Bryant? No, because uh, uh, you said snakes queer, so I was like, right. I'm bringing well, that's it all a, back. yes. Well, that's that's the story we're going to get into. He had a reputation later. for being kind of like uh... he was a flaming <laughs> heterosexual, is what he was. Oh, okay, yeah. but um, yeah, and I, it's I know you probably don't care, but for me, that's the reason why I don't wear t-shirts anymore because my mom stopped <laughs> my mom stopped buying them. Because when she would buy me a t-shirt, I'd get out a black felt tip marker and put a big number twelve on it. I get in trouble, not enough trouble to keep me from putting a 12 on another new T-shirt because that was Kenny Stabler's number, number 12. He was my big hero when I was a little kid, and he died this year. In fact, he died just a couple months ago, hmm. and now they put him in this year uh, posthumously. So I was excited that he got in, but it would have been nice had he been alive to see it. So but, you still can't control yourself when it comes to buying it. You said, I still don't wear T-shirts, so you still can't stop yourself. I'm sorry. I just, I just, I just, Okay. I'm sorry. I was just wetting myself. I'm sorry. What do I? What can I not do? Want <laughs> <laughs> to do Brattle Fitness Coach? Sure. Okay. I don't. 
Okay, so what we're going to do is we're going to regroup with a commercial for Bridal Fitness Coach. We'll come back. We'll talk about what we want to talk about tonight, and hopefully things will get better. So uh, for a commercial for Bridal Fitness Coach, we're going to listen in on two friends <laughs> that we've had to the show before, Anastasia and Chrysanthemum. Oh, my God, Chrysanthemum. I'm going to be a bride. You already, I already gave you that. You didn't RSVP <laughs> at all. You didn't. A guy sent it to you in the mail at least two weeks ago. You must be so depressed because you're spending your time and energy on and your money on photographer. No, I'm depressed because you didn't RSVP. And cater for our venue planner. It's really offensive. And we've been friends for a long time and you didn't, yeah, you didn't I, even care. I, can, I think I can help you with your problem, Anastasia. I feel like I'm being angry at a wall right now. <laughs> I'm, I'm one else. My problem is my problem. My, pro- <laughs> my oh. problem is that you're not listening. Tell me about your feelings, Anastasia. I feel fat. I feel fat, oh. and I feel just like oh. I just feel like my Brian. Brian, the guy I'm getting married to. He's just, he's like he was telling me the other day. He was like. I don't like fat girls, and I was like, "You shut up!" Or something. I can't remember exactly how it went, but I feel I just feel large. Damn, it is. It's your day. No, it's it's not about how you look; it's about how you feel. I don't. I feel fat. Your state. Your state of mind. You You're need. To me. You need bridal fitness coach Anastasia, because owner trainer Tammy Fox says the goal is to train strong, happy, healthy women. Uh, that that would be nice because I don't feel any of those right now at all. Well, we want you to look and feel amazing on one of the most important days of your life. Well, that would be a change because I don't feel any of those things for like years and stuff. But why not go beyond that? Well, what? This is, this is about making a commitment to your health and well-being for the rest of your life. I think it's about just not being fat for Brian. Oh. Brian's fat too, though. I don't even care about him. I think Brian is fat. That's what I'm saying. Why would you? Wait a second. You're saying about... <laughs> He is my fiance. He's my fiance, and you disrespect. I'll never leave you. Whether your wedding day is next year or next I'm month, not even listening here. Bridal right fitness coach is there to make not sure you're looking and right feeling fabulous with a bridal fitness coach trainer by your side. You can stop worrying about fitting in that special dress. Do you fit in your dress, Anastasia? I don't fit on my fit, I don't fit on my dress. Did but you I pick a dress? I don't want this person. I don't want this person in my home, in my personal space. You will be Maybe provided with like a, a Skype tailor-made thing. fitness program that fits your goals, time frame, and budget. I don't like Taylor. She's a she's a jerk. <laughs> to make it more convenient, you can be trained at a gym with private access, or in your home or office. Brides, bridal parties, grooms too. Grooms too, because good, because Brian's. Fat. I don't care. So schedule a free consultation, <laughs> www.bridalfitnesscoach.com. Who puts the W's there anymore? Or you can call 415-317-6827. 415-317-6827. Time Bridal Fitness me, Coach. It's been a long make time. A, make a commitment, Anastasia. I'll think about it. I'll get back to you. And now a word from the throng. Hey, Throng, throng. it's Throng. throng. I'd like to talk to to you about about (laughs) SK Morton now. It's much better than cats. (laughs) It's not much better than cats. And And he he needs needs a lot of help. 
If you'd like to support the abomination, here's something that you can do that won't cost you anything. First, go to skmorton.com. Second, click on the Amazon button on the homepage. Thrice, shop as you would normally. Amazon gives a portion of what you spend to the Lousy Podcast as a sort of finder's fee. It's that simple. Recap. That's stage direction. Go to skmorton.com. Click on the Amazon button. Shop as you normally would. Any other ad-libbing you'd like, remember to say please and thank you. Good night. Good night. That was great. Uh, Lizzie kept it going. She did. She was, what that, a trooper, That huh? thing has a tendency to run about 16, 17 minutes long. <laughs> and she just kept pushing. Well, that is that is the magic of disinterest. <laughs> oh, yeah. I don't know what I, I, don't know what I was worried about. <laughs> uh, this is all going really well, especially because yeah. it continues to record. Yes, it does, as far okay. as any of us know. Okay, so with all of that, <laughs> I'm looking over here at KS. You all right what? there? Yeah, you got a little bit of the laxative lag going over there with the look on that's your face. That's what you pay me for. Okay. Um, Is that a thing? Yeah. That's a dad thing. That's actually. a dad thing. Here's the deal. Um, okay. I don't know how to do this without sounding either trite or overly morose. Don't know what either of those words are. Uh, trite or overly morose. Um, we have. It's been a mess getting the, the uh, podcasts up. Right. Uh, especially Pete knows because every time he tells us his upcoming shows, we hear about it about a month and a half after the show's over. <laughs> so the problem is, is for the last few months, um, we've had some uh, family issues. Mm-hmm. And uh, my dad had been sick. And finally, um, a couple weeks ago, uh, he succumbed. Would that be the way to say it? Sure. So it's had an impact on, you know, getting stuff done. And, you know, it's more, the family's more important than. <laughs> Telling myself this is doing anything. So, um, but what we were thinking was, here, this is going to, okay, this is a little bit serious. When Coco Bear and I first started the show, something he had said to me was his dad had died um, before he and I did this. And he said, boy, he had really wished that he had interviewed his dad because he had all these stories and, and his dad had been raised in San Francisco. And I started to think about that. And I said, I've got to do the same thing. Because actually his dad and my dad were at the same age. And they're actually quite similar when we tell our stories. So I told my dad, I said, I'm going to come up and I'm going to interview you. And we sat down for a little bit. And he told me all the things I couldn't bring up, which, <laughs> which we'll see. Nice. Um, and But what happened was is the week or two weeks before we had said I was going to come up and interview him and, and record the whole thing, he had a stroke. And he wasn't able to talk anymore. And so we had this time, and I was ho- you know, hoping that he was going to get better and we would be able to be able to do it, but we weren't. And so he eventually died due to the complications from the stroke. And so I thought, well, I can't, I'm never going to be able to do that interview and get those stories from him. But at the same time, uh, I've heard these stories my whole life. <laughs> and when, when we had the memorial for him and the family was together and friends were over, there wasn't a ton of crying. There was, let's put it this way, there was much more remembering and laughing than there was crying. Because my dad was pretty stinking funny. And he was funny both, had a great sense of humor, could think of funny things, and also was a little nuts mm-hmm. where he did some really funny things. And they were all through his life. And in addition, he was some awesome stuff. He was a good man. And he was way tougher 
than me and my brothers. And there's are stories that go with that. So I thought tonight we would take the time, since I didn't get to interview him, we'd take the, the show tonight and we would talk about uh, my dad and, and him growing up in San Francisco mm-hmm. and the stories that went along with him. And then, you know, also, I'm assuming you have a father too there, Anakin? I do. Yeah, okay. So, uh, you know, it'll be more of a dad night. You know, we talk about our dads and some of the crazy stuff they did. Yeah. Lizzie doesn't have a dad? No, she doesn't. Okay. No. Do you have you have a father there, Lizzie? Yeah. Huh. We saw his father last night. <laughs> yeah, I've met him before. He is a Now, it's not the man. same, right? Because that would make this whole thing an abomination. <laughs> That's kind of in your business. Don't tell. But... <laughs> so what if it was, fat boy? <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly what was going through my mind. <laughs> Sad clown. Now, what I had said earlier about Kenny Stabler and football and the whole thing, here's the story. Very quickly. I think I've said this before, but I think it always get cuts, gets cut out. So I might be able to get away with it tonight. I'm a Raider fan because my father was a procrastinator. <laughs> He's By rights, he should be a 49er fan. I should be a 49er fan. My dad was born and raised in San Francisco. He was a 49er fan. My older brother wanted to get the little 49er uniform, you know, the little helmet and the, the pads right. and the stuff they had. But my he kept begging my dad. My dad kept putting it off and putting it off. By the time he got to the store, I'm assuming it was around Christmas yeah, time. Yeah, you're right. Uh, the only uniforms left were the ones from the AFL team, the Raiders, the new guy. And they yeah. sucked in 67 right. or, you know. How much has changed? Yeah. They, they, hey, hey, hey. <laughs> they Actually, that would have been really close to their, I mean, they would have been a brand new team. Yeah, they were yeah. a new team. And so my dad, in order to, you know, help my brother get through it, was, oh, no, no, this I wanted to get you this because the Raiders are going to be really good now. And they ended up, that was the turning point year, and then they became, you know, the winningest team of all time and the team for the decades. And then now they're owned by Little Lord Fauntleroy and one of the Muppets. But the uh, have you seen, what's his name, uh, McKenzie? No, I've only seen he Mark looks... Davis's hairdo. And oh, I'm like, yeah. he has so much money. <laughs> what? What is that? Uh, that you know that is that's that. having so much money. Hey, how's my hair? Looks great, boss. Maybe he's going to Trump. Exactly. Stylist. Yeah. Oh, yeah. is it? Hey, uh, your hair looks. <laughs> and he just fans out hundreds. <laughs> what? Exactly. Reggie McKenzie though looks like Roosevelt Franklin from Sesame Street. And go on Google. Get a picture of Reggie McKenzie, and then get a picture of the puppet, Roosevelt Franklin. Put them next to each other. You go, oh, my God. Exactly the Raiders like are now being run by the Children's Television Workshop. <laughs> anyway, so my big brother indoctrinates me, and my dad and I are You should explain in the indoctrination. There's a physical component of the indoctrination. It wasn't just <laughs> saying how great they're... ceremony of some kind? Kind of. Kind this of is, is what happens. When, Do you when get our... jumped in? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> awesome. When when your big brother outgrows the, the Raider costume. Right, then it's your turn. The Raider's work. costume is not done. It gets put on the younger brother, who is a tackling dummy, until he outgrows <laughs> yes, the Raider costume. Exactly. And you can't hurt him because he has a toy plastic helmet on, right? So what could happen? <laughs> right. Yeah. And then I, I got, got the costume. CTE now. A few years later... KS they don't, got the they yeah. don't withstand Buick pressure, do they? <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, I would be watching the games with my dad, and I loved Kenny Stabler, but every once in a while he did lose. He did lose 11 games. He was known to throw an interception. Out of 62, two. by the way. He hmm. lost 11 games. That's why he should have been in the Hall of Fame earlier. Anyway, when the Raiders would lose <laughs> or Stabler would throw an interception, I would cry. Sure. And my dad would look at me, and to cheer me up, he'd say, you know, Snake's queer. <laughs> <laughs> and what's funny, and then I would really go, you don't know, Dad, you don't know. 
and he get a big smile on his face and throw the ball at me. And I didn't for years. I didn't understand it until uh, what year was the last one they played the Buccaneers? That was two thousand one. No, 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 it wasn't because that was, was two thousand three. Two thousand three. Yeah. And the Raiders had a fantastic season. They only lost two or three games. Mm-hmm. We're in the Super Bowl. They're they're <laughs> they average like forty eight points a game yeah. or something like that. They're in the Super Bowl. I've now my son. Uh, is a Raider fan strictly because Jerry Rice came from the Niners and went to the Raiders. Nice. And he loves Jerry Rice, and the Raiders are losing. And I look at he's crying because the Raiders are losing. And I look at him and I go, you know, Jerry Rice is gay. Let the circle of life continue, young Simba. <laughs> so, yeah, Suffering that's... is a magical tool. Yeah, what, what? It really, really, really is. <laughs> but I, the thing is, at the time, I'll go, you don't get it. But at the same time, I also knew he was joking around with me. Mm-hmm. And it, it had a big influence on what I thought was funny. And that's, you know, the next thing he introduced to me was CPO Sharky and, and Don Rickles, you know. And so the uh, stuff that I find funny is d- directly comes from my dad and the stuff that he, he got a kick out of. So right. that was something I was thinking of. I was thinking about how uh, mom being a diligent mother would get the dinner all cleaned up and get the kids washed up and in bed by nine. And then she'd be tired and go to bed around nine thirty, and around 11. <laughs> dad would come upstairs, wake up the kids and say, Benny Hill was on. <laughs> we go upstairs and watch Benny Hill with dad. Yeah, this is like prepubescent. Awesome. My dad's come on, Benny Hill's on. So awesome. yeah, you're right. He is going to sound bad tonight. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> that's the great. Truth is that's the great. Truth. Yeah, the truth is the truth. <laughs> but know. what's funny is the, the the stuff that we find we thought we did was crazy, or the stuff we had in our lives. When I heard the stories of what my dad and his friends did when they were little, mm-hmm. it's almost cartoonish. What, what were you going to say? I was going to say it's the same stories, except theirs had live ammunition. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They, they, they had, we would shoot at each other with BB guns because we were dumb. Sure. They would shoot at each other with twenty twos. Because I don't, know the, I don't know, I don't know the whole background of that. the The way I heard it, they it was back up in the hills behind Cow Palace, and they would go hunting up there. Yeah, I guess they were hunting squirrels or something. What can you hunt with a twenty two? Right. Uh, and then Man. there would be like <laughs> the most dangerous <laughs> well, game. Evidently, you can hunt <laughs> kids from the coyotes. other neighborhood. Because yeah, like I guess it was like a territorial thing that was like their squirrel hunting ground or whatever and then there was kids nice. from another neighborhood and, and they, they hadn't learned they to actually, dance yet right you know, so they had to you know use their gun yeah but probably none of what he said was true but the idea behind telling us that story was for us to be aware of gun safety <laughs> did it work it did not we were not allowed to have toy guns so we played with the real ones <laughs> it makes sense he here in the when he was when he first married my mom he had a uh would you say an antique gun collection he had these he had a very no, valuable I mean, they weren't it wasn't because they were antiques a lot of them were family heirlooms that he had that you know it's by happenstance they happened to be valuable right. old guns but they it was it was worth a lot this collection but my mom had convinced him you know don't have guns in the house you know so take you know, sell the guns and buy a camera and shoot pictures instead oh. Wow, that's a weird. Yeah, yeah. Well, a, he sold the he, he sold the the guns for way less than they were worth because he's you know trying to turn over a new sleeve. So, but but then he regretted that he had sold those for so little, and he had a lot of those kind of regrets where he would try to do something else and try to rebuild what he had had to make the money back. And so he started buying all these rifles. So by the time I was a teenager, 
the house pretty much looked like a Civil War encampment, you know, with just teepees <laughs> of rifles in every room, and you know. Did you guys wear raccoon hats? Absolutely. And you, there was always some old guy over in the corner playing a harmonica. No, I don't. I, it was it was crazy. So, but those were the things we. <laughs> so friendly, and you had a friendly engine. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, yeah, and that those were the those were the. <laughs> Our friends were playing with their plastic guns. Sorry, guys, we can't play with those. So then we'd go get the real rifles. <laughs> so, yeah, that was some of the fun. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, okay. Real-life bonanza. Exactly. Um, There's one story that sticks into my mind. And I, I, I promise you, I really don't like scatological humor. I really don't. <laughs> but it continues to fun. come up. Oh, this is great. <clears throat> Apparently, and my dad lived over... I was actually just in the neighborhood today. I was over in his old neighborhood today. It was down on the south side of town, uh, something terrace. Uh, Broad, no, Broad Street. He lived over by Broad Street. That's. I, I could be wrong, but I always think of him as being in the Excelsior. Is that too far north? Like San Jose? No, it's, it's, he was a little farther no. west than Excelsior. Oh, yeah. Okay. He was on Broad Street. He was near Balboa. Okay. And... um, There was an old man. He would have been, I guess, this would have been like 1945. And there was an old man that lived in the yard behind them. So if he's an old man, that means he was around, you know, before cars, before indoor plumbing. Right. And in fact, the man did not use his indoor <laughs> I plumbing. I just remembered the story you're going to tell. <laughs> he would go out. He had a hole in his backyard against the fence that he would do his business. He had dug apparently a latrine in his backyard. Yeah, he dug a latrine. A much, it's a much healthier way to... <laughs> Well, I mean, if you're an older person setting your ways. He's talking about the squatting, which we've talked about before on this show. I can't believe we have, but I think you're right. <laughs> you always talk about this. No, <laughs> no we brought it up because of, it traumatized Pete in China. Anyway. <laughs> um, so I, I'm imagining an old, wiry old Civil War veteran is what I'm seeing with a long beard and everything. But he would, well, so my dad and his friend Crazy Johnny... I never got from my dad what his the kid's last name was. It was always just Crazy Johnny. He would always do. He is. A, he features large in all of dad's stories. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, he and Crazy Johnny dug a hole just on the other side of the fence and then popped through. Oh no! And <laughs> so they waited for the man to come out, and they put a shovel in through the hole. What? The man did his business, and then they would pull the shovel out. So when he would look down. <laughs> You wouldn't see anything. <laughs> yes. That must have taken a lot of patience. <laughs> it also took, you know, some. Yeah, that's dedication to the gag, yeah. <laughs> right. That's awesome. <laughs> that's the kind of stuff. See, this is the stuff. See, kids, see, parents. <laughs> get rid of your PlayStations. Get rid of your television. It's time for old fashioned hole digging. <laughs> right. This is intense. Oh, my goodness. So, yeah, that was the kind of stuff that he had done. Your dad ever, ever pull anyone else's feces out of their hole? He did not. No? Okay, good. Although there Wait, is a, went, there let is me, hold a... on a second. Let, oh. me re- let me rephrase what I just said. <laughs> you know what you're actually doing is drawing more attention to it. <laughs> Snake's queer, you know. <laughs> you know what? I'm not going to. Let's just keep going. <laughs> so I did have a story. This is yeah. not my dad, but my dad, he's the oldest of four girls. Uh-huh. Well, no, he's not a girl, but it's him and then four girls underneath him. They were all living in Brooklyn. And then after the youngest one uh, was born, they all moved out to the country, to Long Island, which is not the country. It's, you know, kind of suburbs. So they all go out to, uh, they all go, oh, move out to Long Island. And one of their, I believe their cousins 
and my dad is maybe 17, 16, 17 at the time, their cousin from the big city of New York comes out and he's just very, very Puerto Rican. He comes out from New York to visit, quote unquote, the country in Long Island. And he's over, oh, wow, the trees, you know, mirala. you know, he's speaking in Spanish. Oh, the trees and oh, the wow, the sunshine. And, you know, they're all looking at this guy like, what has he never seen trees and such? Like, you know, uh, he's acting like Long Island, you know, the suburbs are are the country. So the guy, th- who, this cousin, who's uh, about, I guess, 40 or 40 or so at the time, walks out to the backyard and sees the cesspool and thinks it's he literally he bends pond. down he bends down oh no yes no. Oh, oh, no. and takes some of the water into his mouth and says agua fresca agua fresca oh boy <laughs> because he's in the country that's he's about visiting as fresca as you can get oh. <laughs> and my Ooh. youngest and the, my youngest aunt at, uh, aunt at the time who's like four or five is like that's the cesspool you know and my dad's like covering her mouth shut up <laughs> oh my goodness yeah. that's Mura. gross yeah that's agua fresca agua fresca SK's dad had a buddy named Butch who gets remembered in the stories as being like the kid whose family had a little more money and Butch got anything he wanted, mm-hmm. including firecrackers. Nice. Uh, and dad never got any firecrackers. So on he f- would have done something to that old man. <laughs> <laughs> on the 5th of July, he would go and collect the duds from Butch's excess. Yeah. And then, good story. yeah, so then him and, and uh, SK's uncle, they collected however many duds, a dozens at least, and they slid them open and they emptied the gunpowder and combined all the gunpowder into a oh, matchbox. Good. And then tied all the fuses from and all the duds together. Pounded them into a matchbox. Yeah, it wasn't like they just poured it in there. They they made a bomb. Yeah. They, they <laughs> packed it in. Oh. And then. Uh, On the outside of a matchbox, too. So yeah. even if you. Oh. <laughs> they tied all the Delicious. fuses together. Mm hmm. Uh, to make a longer fuse, and then they thought it'd be funny to set it off in the middle of the night. So they took it outside correctly. in the driveway, they correctly right, that it would be. and put the bomb on the driveway, and then lit the first fuse and ran back around. The way Dad would tell it, they were looking from in the garage. They were like peering out right. from under the garage door, beside of the garage door. And I'm imagining this is like blink, 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 blink. That's exactly right. It would come to. It would come to each time the fuse would burn to a knot. It would stop for a second. But then, like, work itself through the knot and go again. So it would go, and it would work itself up this few, and it went all the way like that until it got to like the very last one, and then it went out. So, Uncle says, "Here's the matches. Go light it." (laughs) There's like a half a second of fuse left. So yeah, so Dad went and opened the box and just dropped a lit match into the box. (laughs) No, it it didn't explode. It just shot up like a Roman candle. Burned all the hair. Burned all the hair off his face. (laughs) Now, Grandpa, I'm sorry, I just slapped the table. That's okay. Yeah, you're still good. Okay. The thing is that this is they thought it'd be funny. I don't think that his dad thought anything was funny. No, our grandfather was a cranky old Scottish guy. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, he, he this, as an example, uh, for my birthday, he brought me used socks. Not just socks. Used socks. <laughs> were they clean at the time? They were clean. He had them all balled up, you know, did that thing where you roll them and then put the outside over it. And they were like right, little right, balls, right. Of, little onion balls ironic. of socks. Right. Right. So, no. uh, so <laughs> there was, there was no misunderstanding that if, Grandpa observed Dad with no skin and hair on his face because they decided to make a bomb in the middle of the night. Sure, the skin missing from his face would be the least, least of his worries, right? So they hid him for like five weeks or whatever. Like took for his eyebrows nice. to grow back in. 
There's no, there's no crazy Johnny in that story. No, though. there's actually. I'm yeah. thinking now. I'm thinking about all the grandpa. How with, did his father not look at him for five weeks? Yeah, it was the forties. <laughs> yeah, no. I mean, it's really yeah, mom's you know. job, right? The boys around here somewhere. <laughs> That's right. you just, if you just yell, boy, he was the youngest. Yeah. Of four, so did so. mom keep yeah. it secret too? Then yeah, yeah, yeah she did. Grandma yeah. kept wow. it secret too. Well, wow. she knew because <laughs> that was another story with my grandpa's. My dad was uh, blowing bubbles in his milk. He had a straw, and uh, my grandpa said. If you blow another bubble in your milk, I'm going to knock you out of that chair. <laughs> he went, <"Bloop." laughs> He says, and then he remembers falling backward down the stairs. <laughs> Abuse is hilarious. <laughs> no, it's funny stuff, yeah. <laughs> but, so, yeah, that was, the, that was where he came from. And then uh, he joined. Uh, actually, when he met my mom, he was drafted into the military on their wedding day. Wow. And uh, so I guess he was, well, he, they ended up going to, he was stationed in Colorado and then went over to Korea. Was there a funny Korea story? The only s- story that I often hear from that time period was them messing with the upstairs neighbor when they lived in Colorado Springs. Oh, <laughs> when, do you remember Laverne and Shirley? Your mom Luke? came along? No, well, they're in Colorado Springs. Yeah, because yes. it was he had to go for like basic training. So well, he went to Fort Ord for basic training, I think, and then they stationed, oh, they stationed him. Over, him. Yeah. So for six months they lived in Colorado Springs. Yeah, yeah. And they lived in like one of, like a basement apartment, like Laverne and Shirley. Mm-hmm. And evidently, like uh, the upstairs neighbor could hear everything that they said because of the configuration of the apartment. So my dad was always messing like, <laughs> "What time is your your husband supposed to get home? I don't want him to be catching you." <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Uh, that, he did that a lot. He loved to jack with people. Uh, he ended up working for PG&E at night, uh, and he was kind of doing troubleshooting for a while. And um, <laughs> there would be, a, <laughs> you know, the big trucks they have with the door open. It would look like a big UPS truck. Mm-hmm. And a guy, these these bikers came into town, you know, Hell's Angels. <laughs> and one of them was right there. To, he was so close that my dad could tap him on his shoulder. So he did. And when the guy looked at him, he said, if you don't like our town, you can just leave. (laughs) (laughs) There was one, this was their 30th anniversary, and they took a cruise to Alaska. And evidently, I guess it would have been like 19, what, 1992? Yeah, right around there, yeah. So uh, I don't know what the technology is like on cruise ships now, but at that time, there was like one ship to shore phone on the ship. And it was right behind the captain's table in the dining room. And the captain's table would be where, like, the rich passengers and muckety-mucks would be. And Gavin McLeod. <clears throat> right. So maybe, maybe Julie. There was some kind of weird... Go for your purser. <laughs> Didn't he become a senator? He, he actually did. might have been there. Yeah. <laughs> there was some mistake where they came to Dad's table and said he had a call. Yeah. And, like, why would he have a call? But he walks around behind the captain's table with the, the rich and the famous there, and he picks up the phone, and, of course, there's nobody there. And then he goes, no, sir. No, sir, I don't think that would be a good idea. I think the diplomatic approach would be the best way to go. No, sir, I... Yes, that's... Yes, I think that's best. Okay. Oh, yeah, just, oh, yes, yeah. Mr. President. Yeah, yes, Mr. Yeah. President. Say goodnight to Barbara. And then he hangs up the phone and walks. Nice. <laughs> that's awesome. So, the kind of guy he was. But he was also... Uh, one thing I remember, he was always bleeding. Um and okay. never go ne- bleeding because something had just something horrific that if it happened to us we'd be crying and screaming and everything. Just and he was, and he was just angry hospital. about it always. He had had when he was at work he had had something come down and and actually 
cut into his boot and pant leg. He didn't go to the doctor. He just came home and dumped the blood out of his boot when he got home. Awesome. And then when you ask him about it, he's mad at you. You know, <laughs> can I, I got a hole in my leg. How do you think I feel? <laughs> can I help, Dad? Dad? Yeah, you can help. Get away from me. My dad did that. So he, we're, we're out in, we're out in uh, I don't know where we were, Florida or San Diego, uh, <laughs> some beach place. So we're all, um, we're, me and my dad, are, I, th- I don't know where my brothers were. We're all, at, me and him are at the beach. And I think some like he's in the water up to maybe his knees. All of a sudden he goes, ah, I like, he like something hurt him. You know, he's like, yeah. ow. And they're like, what, 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 what's wrong? He's like a jellyfish stung me. You know what I mean? He's like in, in pain, you know? And I was, and I was like, you know, and he said, all I remember this, is, I don't know if this is a very good story. I've never told this so far. No, no. Okay. Uh, but he said, he said, I was like, what, what, what do you, what do you need? I'm maybe like tops. 10 or 11 at the time like how could i he's like i need drugs and i'm like and i start laughing and he's like like he gives me this look like that i am about to die if i but that's all i remember because i didn't know yeah you're right it didn't go anywhere but, awesome. but thank you you're welcome thanks for making an effort you're welcome okay you got a song about dinosaurs or anything <laughs> there was also one time with the fishing it, it, it goes along with yours. See? Yeah, yeah, except this one will be good. Um, <laughs> I highly doubt that. He somehow got a fishing lure in his thumb. Wow. One of the three-pronged. No. Yes. Yeah, I know. You're not going to like this. So <laughs> as he's trying to get, you know, he'll get one out, the other one goes deeper. Sure. Oh. And my grandpa was there. My other grandpa, my Italian grandfather, he was a lot more sweet. Um, he said, he said, let me, let me get, get something. We'll cut those. We'll cut those. And my, my dad was, that's what he did when he was in pain. He would just get angry about it. And so it's <laughs> a good tactic. <laughs> he says, I'll oh, just forget it. And he took the line and just straight out, yanked it right out of the end of his thumb. Awesome. Then he took some paper towels, put them on the end. Taped it up with an it was electrical tape, of course, because that's all he. You know, how people use duct tape. Not my dad. Everything is always electrical tape. He had tons of electrical tape around always in his two in his tackle box for fishing. Taped it up, kept fishing because no one had caught a fish yet. And the first person to catch a fish in his family is known as boss, and he gets to tell everyone else what to do with for the rest of the day. And that's what he wanted so badly. So um, he kept, and of course, my grandpa got the first fish. <laughs> but, but yeah, that was he was a, he was a tough man. And at 16, he owned a bar. Nice. That's well, actually a, that's a true story. Yeah. yeah. So there's two there's two ends of that because when he met my mom, he told her he owned a bar to try to impress her. He was partly lying because he did have like a little mini bar in the basement. <laughs> nice. The thing is, prior to that, when he was 16 years old, he actually did. He was he, <laughs> he was part, part owner, owner in a there bar. There was a bar in the neighborhood that would let the underage kids drink, and it got in trouble financially. Dad was working on the side. He had money, so he lent the guy some money and like bailed him out. Nice. So he was part owner in the neighborhood bar when he was sixteen. That's great. <laughs> yeah, he, it was a different time. He said that he would talk about it fondly when the police would just—they wouldn't arrest you; they just beat you up and take you home. <laughs> he always talked about San Francisco. He had a lot of respect for San Francisco cops because they just beat you up and take you home. <laughs> now knock it off. Yeah, exactly. Now where's my fajita? Uh, so, um, you know what? I, I, I don't have a whole lot more. I mean, we could, we could go on forever, but Lizzie, what'd your dad do that was crazy? My dad's not that crazy. I don't, I just can't. She's so horrified right now. (laughs) No, I mean, I love it. He's a great guy. He's just, he is great. He doesn't, it's probably good. 
Uh, yeah. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> the three hooligans at this table. I just love the story, though. This was a fairly recent one when we went to Park Chow, which is a San Francisco restaurant. Oh, let's talk about Park Chow. So Park Chow brings you the bill at the end. They print it out on the, you know, it's like a receipt. Mm-hmm. And they put it in a little, like, uh, is, am I using the term mason jar correctly? Like, which that's you put a little racist, No, it's like, <laughs> it's a, uh, um, not a mason jar, it's a uh, preserves. Like a preserves jar. You know what yeah. I'm talking that's about. That's a mason yeah, jar. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. See, you don't know nothing. Don't you dare contradict me on my show. Anyhow, okay, you can kind of. There's like a, there's like a, there was like that's a five ounce contest. one. One second. <laughs> I've learned from the best. I'm a Marin County Coyote. Nice. <laughs> she does attack cars, though. <laughs> Okay, I'm sorry. So anyway, uh, they brought the bill out, and Dad always would pay for the bill if there was a group of people out to dinner. He was I'll very generous, very man. Generous. Yeah. yeah. So the bill, he goes, bring the bill to me. So they bring out the little jar with the receipt in it, and they hand him this little jar, and he just looks at the waitress. And he goes, "What do you want? Like a specimen?" <laughs> <laughs> Did yeah. the waitress think it was funny or not? She didn't. She was busy. She was, oh, okay. she floated off. Everyone at the table laughed. But. Yeah, that was one thing. He would always joke with the waitresses. That's true. That and only painful. about 20% of the time would they get it. Yeah. And he would it, also involuntarily take on the... She, he would take on the exaggerated <laughs> ethnic accent of whatever type of food you were eating. Nice. Oh, yeah. no. So all of a sudden, we would be having a pizza, and then we would be talking like this. Can I get a little more parmesan? (laughs) They don't know that they're doing it, but they do do it. Well, And it was also funny, too, because the thing is, we live in a melting pot society. So the waitress was not necessarily of the... The ethnic descent of the type of food that's being served yes, in it rarely is. Right, right. It's like Chinese waitress and dad's trying to speak Italian with him because we're getting pizza. I've had a lot of people try to, white people try to speak bad Spanish to me just because I'm serving them food. Yeah. Right? You do look actually pretty Peruvian. No, she does. Yeah, but she wears a bowler she's, hat. Yeah, she's, she's, she's not wearing a hat. I might be prettier if I was. Jeez. Oh, <laughs> Lizzie's for sure. I wouldn't be. Lizzie, you're a beautiful, beautiful yeah, woman. God, that's not flat. <laughs> yeah, she's fishing for the compliment. It does, uh, you're a very pretty woman. Woman, right? No, okay. No. <laughs> yes, I think that's your best bet. Yeah. Let's get a woman's point of view. Lizzie, you'll do. Uh, <laughs> sure. Yeah. I still wanted to what, come, huh? What do you need? What do you need? No, no, I was just joking. We were trying to make make trying to turn it around. Oh, I see. Compliment you, but then try to make you feel bad. Maybe oh. something deep inside your soul. Oh, yeah. yeah. See? See how it works? Exactly. Yeah. So Pete, what can we do? Well, do what can I we go after? A, any story at all about that? Pete's like, she's fine. It's just the tail it creeps me out <laughs> no. a little bit. I mean, <laughs> I'm talking about <laughs> He loves the tail. <laughs> it wiggles when she gets happening. excited. Jesus. <laughs> God, no. There are things. There are things. Yeah. Um, the mom hiding things made me think of just last week. We had a situation with the car that we've been trying to hide from dad. Oh, and yeah. and we've, I've been dodging around him. And he's like even walked r- in okay, front so of the car around the, the city. As soon as she, like the night she came back from China, I crashed the car. Okay, now Her it car? was, yes. It's te- wow, it's right. interesting. This, this is the first point, time we've heard of this. This is, I, I mean, I, you know, sure, it's my name and I, you know, I paid for the smogging and all. Anyway, um, <laughs> so it's kind of halfway. All right. You can do what you um, want then. <laughs> Run people over. Wouldn't a real man just do the smog himself? <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
so I crashed the car. Anyway, the dad doesn't know. Everybody else knows. No, he's the dad. Well, and it was handed down to me from them. Right. So we haven't really told him. And by we, I mean uh, the man, me, technically, legally, um, would go down there and, and just say, well, listen, uh, Mr. Carr, you know, things have happened. And I, um, but, I don't uh, know that that would get, I don't know that would be like, what are you saying? <laughs> And good day, sir. <laughs> <laughs> Things have happened and um, goodbye. Um, but, you know, I have. So the other day, we, we went up the to their house. We went up to their house and we I knew exactly I could park on the other side of the road and pull up just past enough. So if he was standing out there looking at the car, he'd say, oh, ship shape. And then walk back in. So we're leaving. Because it's on the right headlight. is totally to smashed. And oh, how's the car? In good shape. And it almost seemed like he knew <laughs> Why are you asking? Right, his car is shipped. What could be wrong? Yeah. And he walks around to the back, you know, walks around to the front, but not the front front. He stops at like the 30 degrees, right? Does that so make sense? He still can't see it. He still can't see it and goes, all right, yep, looks like everything's in order. If he had walked a foot farther, he would have a seen foot. it. A foot. So and, he still does not and know. And my mother knows, no. and she's keeping the secret with us, which is why I thought of it, because your grandmother kept the secret right. about the bomb. And this is less exciting, but my mom and I, my mom and I are looking great, at each other. But my mom and I have this look that we do when we're hiding something from dad, and it's this like eyebrows raised all the way up, like shoulders up to your ears, like tee. <laughs> <laughs> your dad doesn't catch on to that. <laughs> he <laughs> no, because no, 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 no. Get I'm the car. Two, no, no. Dad these is two, a... these two girls together, and they look anything like they're... is they're liable to do anything. <laughs> About so what? What is couples. the end game here? I mean, are you eventually gonna have to talk to him down at the Regal Beagle, or what is gonna? <laughs> Actually, this is funny. Okay. So we got a fix it ticket for March first, so it has to be fixed by March first. So but we only have to hide it be. three more weeks. But when we got the fix it ticket, the cop came over to the side of the car. We're derailing from my dad now, but this is still funny. He came over to the start side of the car and started laughing and looks at Pete because Pete was driving and says was like you have a really funny record and then oh, oh yeah 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 <laughs> so this is a bit of pete feliciano news he oh, said good. that's what i was hoping we get to right she comes back she takes my id she comes back um do you know you have a warrant for your arrest and i was like uh, uh what so I, apparently i have a warrant for my arrest from belmont california from 2008 for eating on a bus <laughs> seriously <laughs> Wow, he really Fatty. is a legitimate fat kid. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. I win all y'all, dudes, dude. Well, there was a male and a female cop, and they were taking turns coming up to us, and then they were both just laughing right. about his right. record. They were like, yeah, you have a you have a warrant. Like, obviously, it's like a bench warrant or whatever, but I'm the the coolest person in this room because I had I was a, like, I this is your criminal yeah, secret? He's got like, street come cred on. now. I had a boss uh, who he, he- Wait a minute. Wait, 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 wait. Okay, okay. What? <laughs> well, just, we don't know what they're going to do with the car. I don't know whether he got arrested or not. All right. But no, no, let's hear what you're thinking. Let's get them all spinning. That'll be good oh, here. <laughs> so anyway. You know, I don't feel uh, bad at all. This has I, been nice. I try to lay back off this mic. Yeah, and we can hear you every time you lay back in that chair. Oh, we can also hear that grape Arizona going down. No, you can't. <laughs> I heard it. It feels way too intimate. <laughs> it just feels like... <laughs> Like it feels way you know, too, I feel too close to you. When you pee, the way the urine hits the toilet, uh-huh. it's effeminate. <laughs> you know, snake's queer. <laughs> All right, so I've got a, uh, I've got a text here from Babette. Uh huh. It says, "It says, come on, SK. I'm tired. I want to go home." 
Then she corrects it because she spelled home hame. <laughs> and now it says home. Maybe she's hungry. And, and then there's it. another one that says, sorry, force of habit. Say goodnight. So why don't we say goodnight? Okay. I left my heart in San Francisco. All right, well, we gave it a good try. Well, we gave it a try. Junior college. I, I was here. That's We'll just say that. We, we showed up. Um, okay, so first let's do this. Pete, you've got some big news coming up. You are going to have an album release party. Yes. That is pretty awesome. That's going to be on March 4th at the Milk Bar. Yeah. What, what, what street is it Milk Bar on? It's on the Hate. It's on it's Hate Street. On Hate Street. In the Hate as well. Yep. All right. Um, and interestingly enough... You have a band that will be opening up for you there. What's the name of that band? Let's ask Let's ask the lady in the room. It's the Lizzie Carr Band. Oh. That's my band. And then you're going to have another single coming out pretty soon here, right? Yeah, the single is called Bitter Lemon, and we're going to do a video for it, so it'll be out in the next month or so. All right, But cool. it'll be up on my website. All right, and your website is? Lizzie Carr Music, L-I-Z-Z-I-E-K-A-R-R music.com. Sounds good. And Pete Feliciano's website? P-E-T-E-R-F-E-L-I-C-I-A-N-O. All right, now we've got time for my website. Watch how I don't spell it. SKMorton.com. Is that M-O-R-T-E-N? Send us your emails. Just just subscribe on Stitcher. Go to the Amazon button. Do the whole thing. and You should all be ashamed of yourselves. Morton. <laughs> your golden sun will shine for me. Thank you. If you don't mind, I'd like to do it again. What we have here is failure to communicate. Fool! Kenny Stabler is the Raiders. Grapefruit has a lot of baggage. You spank your kids? No, but I make them eat puke. Pete's against progress. Blah blah blah. I don't like bananas. No, no, it's cool. It's his own puke. I'm the I'm the peanut gallery. I'm guarding the peanuts. <laughs> no, it would be weird if it was like somebody else's puke. Your dad ever ever pull anyone else's feces out of their hole? Because your grandmother kept the secret. Right. About the bomb. Who are you people? What are you doing in my bathroom? It's time for old-fashioned hole digging. Dinosaur dream.